All right, you're listening to Apostates on the Fringe, a leftist atheist podcast sponsored by the Atheist Society of Knoxville. We are your hosts. I'm Dustin. I'm Sam. Alistair. And Sam, what are you drinking this week? This week, I am back on the Punkin Ale. That was Punk in Ale. Wait, is it the same one as last this week? This is the Dogfish or? Head. I also have, I usually drink two, is the Mama Pills. Mama pills? Yeah, mama pills. Ma- Wait, no, there's a little... Mama's, I, mama's little yellow pills. I'm guessing that's a Pilsner? Yeah. Okay. From Oscar Blue. It's Bohemian Pilsner, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> okay. Al, what do you have? I have Wiseacre's uh, The Beach Within Reach. I've good. seen that, that in before. the... What is that? I haven't had that one. I've seen it in stores. I just haven't gotten it yet. So, this is your first sip? Yeah, it's kind of soury. Hmm. Is it tart or just soury? I guess tart's a better word. Is it like long lasting? Or is it, could you drink one, more than one? Or are you going to go in there and grab another beer once you're done with that one? Um, I can probably drink more than one. We'll see. Because I have a problem drinking seriously tart items, especially uh, yeah. for more than one. Like I can, st- I can fight my way and muscle through one and like toss out the little bit on the bottom because. Why not? But then I, I can't do another That's one. That's why feel I couldn't like get, do the ciders. Back in the 90s, sucking on a warhead. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Wait, the sour candies, the warheads? Or yeah. Are you talking about? The sour. Yeah. I love the warheads. I love the sour warheads. <laughs> the blue raspberry ones. The, the blue raspberry one fucks you up the most, They're too. So like good. That actually almost like burns your tongue. So we almost. need a blue raspberry sour beer. Oh, no. <laughs> actually, I would drink the shit out of that. I do, I, I do like um, a blueberry... Uh, Blueberry infused wheat ales. There was one I know we talk about the Sweetwater Blue a lot. There was one I tried from a brewer here in Knoxville. I was at um, I was at Drake's. We we sat outside because I know better than sit inside Drake's because I remember you went to Drake's during the, the height of the pandemic and they gave zero fucks at that the, point. Zero fucks. I hate that place. I won't spend money there. <laughs> it's 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 pricey. <laughs> they have some. Isn't great... that a Coke bar? No, wait. I'm thinking somewhere else. No, they have. They You're they probably some... right. Okay, no, they do <laughs> have really good burgers. About. They do have really good burgers, okay. and and it travels well when you when you um, when you um, get it delivered. But we went when we sat outside, and the, he introduced the their beer list, and their beer list is all fucked up. He's like, "Well, this is wrong. This is wrong." I'm like, "Why have a beer list if three you know, a third of this is wrong and not on there?" But in any event, he brought out a, a, wheat, uh, a blueberry wheat ale that I thought was actually a little bit better than the uh, Sweetwater, but I don't remember the brewing company. But apparently, he said it was located here in Knoxville. This is week four of this month. I'm still on water. No, no beer for Dustin today. I was done. How are you feeling? I'm, 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 I mean, I'm not sleeping very well still. A lot of that's so my that fault because I, I, I stay up late anyways, but I wake up better. Like I'm waking up better. Like I wake, I'm waking up not feeling like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Are you just going to, at the end of this month, going to start having a few beers before you go to bed every night again? I mean, you don't need to do that. Probably not. I think I'll probably definitely resume drinking on the weekends. Definitely on Tuesdays during uh, the meetup. Because last week when we had we had a, a lot of people at the meetup, uh, a lot of new people, mm-hmm. and we were there till like eight eight thirty. We had a great time. Like that'd have been a great time to knock back a few beers. And I'm sitting there with a fucking watered down Diet Coke. <laughs> and so like I think I will resume that. And then definitely on podcast days, I want to go back to trying. Trying new beers and cycling right. through them, but in terms of like drinking regularly and heavily till I fall asleep on the couch, no. Yeah, don't don't. It fucks up your REM sleep. That either you literally don't get as good as sleep. 
I, it's not, not only that, but then I'm waking up on the couch at like 4.30 in the morning and, and like I should probably Your back go to hurts. Yeah, and I, like... I have a comfortable couch. I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I intentionally sleep on there. Well, it's... yeah, that's, that's me with my beanbag chair, the giant one. Like I, I love taking naps in there, but when I fall asleep on it overnight, I wake up in the middle of the night and it's like, oh my God, my back hurts so much. It's not for like a l- extended sleep. Right. If I plan it out, if like I'm going to, like I'm in a position to sleep, like, but if I'm just, if I wake up and I'm just like cocked back, just, you know, cause I've passed out sitting there like an idiot, then that's when I wake up like hating everything. So, but like waking up after some CBD, thank you. Waking up after uh, some CBD use uh, at night, I, I wake up and I, I, I feel better in the morning. I just don't sleep as quickly as I want to. Now, last night, I, w- I woke up disoriented and turned my alarm off and just kept sleeping. But overall, in the mornings, I'm, I'm feeling better. So yeah. it's, it's good. Well, guys, we do have some stories. I know we, we had close to no content last week. What a show. This week's not much better, but at least we have some stuff to make fun of. And the first one, this one made its way on Reddit several times. At first, I dismissed it like it's stupid, but then it kept popping up. I was like, well, let me just you know read it out and share it to you guys. And it's fucking funny because it is... I wonder how many people actually believe this. And this is from, this is a Breitbart writer. He insanely blames uh, liberals for manipulating Trump fans into dying of vaccine refusal. And he's quoting here saying, no one wants to cave into Fauci or any of the liberal scumbags at CNN, so we don't. And what's, what's the result? They're all vaccinated and we're not. It's a short <laughs> article or a short snippet of the article, so I'm going to read the rest. Um, so the writer, John Nolt, argued Monday that Howard Stern, I like how he targeted Howard Stern, yeah. which has Howard Stern even been like largely relevant anywhere lately? Because I, no, no, I mean, I haven't heard anything like good about him from anybody. Like he's I think, I like the liberals pod, don't like him. His podcast is about on the same level of Zara's. So he's got three listeners (laughs) (laughs) and Breitbart writer is one of them apparently. So he, so he picked on Howard Stern he says, so Howard Stern and the left are using reverse psychology to trick Republicans into dying of COVID snicker, snicker Stern, Nolt argues has mocked unvaccinated radio hosts who died of COVID because he and the rest of the liberal media are quote, (laughs) (laughs) deliberately looking to manipulate Trump supporters into not getting vaccinated so they all die. Well, I mean, he, he's admitting that the Trump supporters are fucking idiots who are easily manipulated. He could literally, No matter how you spin that. <laughs> he could literally replace the title with Russia, and he, he would be right. He's so close to the mark and just missing it. It's the leopards kind of... Well, that's because I think he's trying to get his base to get, oh, fuck the libs, get vaccinated. Like, he's trying to get that to trend or something. I, I don't know. I, lo- I love how, like, he's so close, and yet... It's not like every source I see, every left, every liberal, they're they're pounding the message to get vaccinated. I don't understand how they can take like, – so that's the reverse psychology of like, hey, go get vaccinated. Because, yeah, then, technically reverse psychology would actually be telling people don't get vaccinated. Right, right, right. This, because, say, it causes a rash under your arm. <laughs> <laughs> who would do such a thing? Who would, who, no, one, no one would do that, obviously. No one I know. <laughs> Definitely not Nobody. somebody sitting in the room with us. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of a strange take on it, I think, is to to realize that your base or your group, because if you're Breitbart writer, you're, you're, you're GOP, but you're realizing that they're it's, not being vaccinated and they're dying a result, but they're blaming the liberals for the propaganda that they've the pushed out enemy. themselves. They're pushing their own propaganda out. Right, the only and enemy it, they have. it's it, it's because they don't know how to take accountability for their own shit. 
So, like, it's mental gymnastics to find a way to blame liberals. That's got to be it. I think that, That's... you know what, because, you know what, you're right, because as soon as anything fucking happens, they blame, like, January 6th, it became immediately Antifa, right, right. and the FBI. So, I think, I think you're right. I think it's just they, they want to latch on to blaming some outside force, because obviously, the GOP and their brilliant minds would never make these shitty decisions and die as a result. It's got to be the liberals that are brainwashing them or manipulating them. Yep. And not Russia. <laughs> do you think? I don't know. I think Russia's just kind of just letting them do. do no, their own. I don't I think, think Russia, Russia needs to, to interfere so... that much. Uh, Russia's point. probably sitting back, like, well, they got this. We'll they just have sit back my and... pillow. Go- we have my pillow guy. What more does Russia need to do? They have my pillow. They have Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson is <laughs> so Discord, and that's yeah. what it does. That's... I think. I think. I think Fox News is sowing more Discord than Russia is at this point regarding it's the vaccine. I mean, that's what I say. Like, it, it may have <laughs> started out with Russia, but then. Like, the right just had these people step forward and took over things, so I don't think Russia really needs their hands in any of it anymore. I don't it's think like, I'll... all right, we started it, we can, we can work on other things now. <laughs> so they're, they're deists, right? They, they, they start the fire. They start and they the fire away. and they step back and they, they don't exist anymore because it's, it's they, like we talked about before, the train is moving and it can't be stopped. I mean, even it can't, when. Even no. when Mac Daddy Trump told, tried to even tell him to get well, vaccinated. We do have some local news of local idiots like uh, our wrestle ma- local wrestle mayor coming out and trying to say that he's not going to make uh, the state employees get the mandate. Right. He came out. He wrote a letter to to Biden that he will not be complying. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure one of his aides did because I can't see him. Writing he anything. can't write. <laughs> but yeah, he did come out and say that. Um, Knox County will not be complying with the the vaccine mandate and so on and so forth. They didn't read the whole thing. Because, Isn't there a fine for not? Yeah, uh, it will be according. You know, it'll be through OSHA. Um, as how the, the fines will be levied. Is that for private companies mm-hmm. or yes, the state employees? It's, it's both. So okay. it is state. It is state employee. Sorry, it is it is any private business that has a hundred employees or more. And that is how it will be enforced. And then they're doing it through OSHA. And so that's how it will be enforced. That's how the fines will be levied as a result of that. So he can say we're not complying, but if it makes its way through the courts and they uphold that OSHA does have the authority to have it's such a mandate. more of our tax dollars go into stupid shit. And with <laughs> the makeup of the Supreme Court, who knows where that's going to go and how that's going to fall. If it even makes to that, it could, it could be killed in lower courts. But so far, there hasn't been any, even any challenges to it at this point. So I don't even know where it's at, where that's at. Regardless. But we have even dumber things anyways with Tennessee. I know we just mentioned uh, Russell Mayer, but Tennessee right now is the first state to do this. And right now at the bottom of this article, this is from NBC News, where Tennessee is limiting the monoclonal antibody treatment. They're limiting it to unvaccinated individuals, or they're prioritizing them. They're, they're rewarding people for not not doing what they need to be doing, for not making good decisions. It's fucking rewarding them. They, they absolutely are. Um, so, so uh, and this is from NBC News. DeSantis, in particular, has touted the expensive monoclonal antibody treatments, which is about $2,100 a dose. But he has refused to mandate the far cheaper vaccines, which is about 10 and 20 uh, per dose. And which are already proven safety measures against uh, even needing this. On this article, it says that 70% of the country's supply of these treatments 
are going to seven southern states, Alabama, Florida, Texas, Mississippi, Tennessee, Georgia, and Louisiana. New York is not on that list. California is not on that list. And some of the largest, most populated areas in this country are not on this list. You just listed all the dumbass states. I did just list all the dumbass states. They're receiving 70 fucking percent of the entire country's supply. And now Tennessee is prioritizing the ones who are probably most likely going to die for, and to receive those. What that means, though, is that someone who is unvaccinated because they have to be. Or sorry, who is vaccinated. Sorry, who right. is vaccinated but has a heart condition or some other underlying condition but because they're vaccinated, they're not given the same preferential treatment mm-hmm. under how Tennessee is allocating these treatments out to their individuals. So you're absolutely right. They are fucking rewarding stupidity. Well, and I, I wonder, like, you kind of have to think about, like they say, follow the money. Who's who's in charge of the treatment for the... Um, the the antibody treatment. I was going to make a joke and say the National Guard because we have so many fucking yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have enough um, you know, help in our hospitals and they're overstaffed right now. But I, I'm really not sure. I'm, assu- I'm assuming the hospitals have. I, I don't know because the, the supply is given by the state and distributed to those hospitals. How they're allocated, I'm sure, it must come from the the top. I'm. But I like like what pharmaceutical company is what I'm thinking of versus like the pharmaceutical company. Like, why would you promote a more expensive thing for healthcare over like a cheaper alternative that can prevent hospitals from being overcrowded? I know like, there's. Well, I, you know what? I don't think it's a follow money thing. I think it's just fucking ignorance. Simple folk. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> the it's, simpletons. It's it's they're they're stubborn. They're ignorant. They're no, like they're that's, ignorant that's, on that's purpose. All it, it's not. It's well, not. It's, it's 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 willful deliberation of deliberately avoiding the life saving vaccine. I don't but, know what like, they call it. It's but. it's their own stubbornness that's causing it, though. Like they're refusing to see anything like that. Like, could help them because it's just pure stubbornness. I have your answer, by the way. Uh, further down in this article, um, last week the Biden administration ordered more doses from the two main suppliers. These are the two suppliers of the monoclonal um, antibody treatment, Regeneron and Eli Lilly and Company, which I think is in Indianapolis. I, went, I toured their facility once. Kind of nice. And informed state officials that it would start capping the shipments of the drug to make sure there's enough for the rest of the country. Which pissed off the governors of Florida, Mississippi, and Texas because they're receiving the the bulk of those shipments. And the, the White House is like, hey, we have a limited supply. You can't just keep having them all because you're a dumb shit state and can't. So, okay, then that, that if, if Tennessee is prioritizing unvaccinated people, we're going to see more an influx. And they're gonna, we're going to be capped as well, which means more of them will die. I think well, because no. So be there, less Tennessee, for Tennessee them. is part of our, is already part of that cap. I know. Uh, oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. So the the, the 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 supply cap is is already in place, mm-hmm. uh, mainly due to the restraints. But if again they're prioritizing, like you said, then if the supply runs low, I mean, there was they had to fly someone from fucking Florida to I think Maine or something. Like that. They they contacted like 179 hospitals to give them the treatment because they didn't have any in Florida. So eventually, you know, they'll be capped out here. But again, they're rewarding those who are willfully not taking this vaccine that has been proven effective and safe and preventing hospitalizations. And it's just another cycle of Tennessee rewarding stupidity. Tennessee deaths are through the roof, though. 
Are they? Mm-hmm. Well, Tennessee is still doing number one. Two weeks ago, we actually skipped a lot of COVID talk last week. Um, we tried to just bullshit on some of the other content. You know, we had a lighthearted it's week. It's more of the same, and the more of the same is this state's full of fucking morons. It is. They're all dying. But two weeks ago, I looked at the per capita, and we were still number one, and I believe we are still, Tennessee mm. is still number one per capita. By comparison, I looked at, um, again, I'd like to compare California because they just had the recall election because the 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 Republicans in the area were so pissed off about his restrictive measures and the and everything, all the requirements for the businesses that require masks, vaccines, so on and so forth, that they tried to recall him. California is, I think, the most populous state. By density. Just, pop, just by population in general, but also by density. Yeah. LA, LA County has far more than the few states that surround it. But they are doing better than 32 states in terms of per, uh, cases per capita or deaths per capita. 63 people died in Tennessee yesterday. Just like yesterday. In, like in the last 24 hours-ish. 63 people died from COVID. That, that was Tennessee as a whole? Yeah. Do we, we know have... how, many, how many cases, though, or how many people are currently in the hospitals? Because I know I just mentioned that. So, um, current total for hospitalizations is 3,094. And it's actually down 81 since yesterday. But it says well, underneath that. Is it, <laughs> that's that's what, where 63 of them are. So no, I'm sorry to laugh. but eight, 18, I guess, are, are, came out. But it says, please note, hospitalization totals are subject to a 24-hour delay. Thus, they represent hospitalizations through yesterday. These data are dynamic and changes. Hospitals learn information on the patients and enter the data into our healthcare resource tracking system. Yeah, so so the numbers are going down of hospitalizations, but that's because everyone just died. <laughs> so if you want to restate that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we see that like sixty three people died since those yesterday, are open beds. So so 81... they try to spin that like, hey, we have sixty three beds. That's start saying that sixty three beds opened up in Tennessee. <laughs> we have sixty three more spots for ill people. Like, I'll make this funny. Like they're just for breezing the sheets. Like they didn't even have time to do a thing. They're just for breezing and throw the next body on there and well, give them some. Antip- I mean. Some Regeneron. You got to think about this. Like today, 13 people were injured. One died in the shooting. Right. When that's 13 people that are needing emergency services at hospitals that don't have have open beds, beds, don't have the staff, don't have. I hope they wheeled the fuck out of some unvaccinated individuals that were receiving some Regeneron out the fucking door. I would would hope the gunshot victims would have priority. I, I would, would really. I would. think that unvaccinated people should just be wheeled in the street. Like <laughs> at this point, there's no ex- fucking excuse to not be vaccinated. I saw the picture oh, of a person on Reddit who was literally on an oxygen sitting outside. They were in a chair outside, hooked up to some sort of oxygen machine. They weren't intubated or anything like that, but it was just a simple oxygen tube. But they were literally sitting outside. That's how full the hospitals were, and it's only going to get worse as it gets colder, as pneumonia. Oh, yeah, becomes we haven't more even prevailing. hit our peak. No, we haven't. No. That that sun's uh-uh. starting to go down. There's going to be less mi- vitamin D in everybody. Correct. Less D. <laughs> it's bad have more for D. everybody. I always need more D, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're Take absolutely your right with that. But then also the cold weather also impacts the, the, the pneumonia that people develop. And the pneumonia is what has been the main killer or cause of hospitalizations. What wave are we on right now? Is this just the second wave? Like 12. I don't know. I don't like the fourth wave. 
I'm not sure. I I, I don't even keep up the waves because I in my mind it never fucking ended. Like yeah, I was, never like it. It did end at the like. I will it, say, actually, early March this year in April, yeah, there was this steep decline in things, May, and then soon as June like and July, they were going that's everyone good. Was getting vaccinated at first, and, and then right. and then Delta started coming around, like what end of June, July, and so like we dipped down, and but it seemed like before that it was just a steady increase that, ju- and then it finally came back down, and when we started getting our vaccines, and then it spiked. Like this seems like it's just the second wave to me. But this one wasn't a steady increase when, as soon as Delta hit, and, and even mid June, July, uh, July is when it really started to hit. Then August, it was just a logarithmic graph that just shot up rapidly. Um, you know what? It it probably when they look at waves, they may be looking at like. More collectively, where in Tennessee it seems like it's been steady and continuous. Like, like here I like in here in steadily number one though. Here in our area, this is just our second wave. But other parts of the country, there are multiple waves. Yeah, it's, it sucks to always have to be in a hot spot because I I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed the brief period of time where I could enjoy certain spaces without having to have a mask. That went away so fucking fast here in Tennessee because we're fucking idiots. I got to go to a club one time, and even that one time, I mean, like, the club's all closed down, right? Well, that that you were there, the, yeah, that was like that club closed down. Yeah, but there like, were there all were, the clubs have been murdered by COVID. And they really there were there weren't that many people there. Everybody could like space out. Um, all the clubs. But that was the one time I've really done anything inside. I still haven't eaten inside at a restaurant. Oh. All the clubs now are pretty small places that have outside areas. Concord is... um. They're opening up again soon. Yeah, oh, are they? I, I saw their new location oh, the other day. Yeah. I think it is, it's on Broadway, maybe? Um, I yeah, just we're happened... hoping to start doing stuff in October again. Right. So uh, I kind of move on to another story we were kind of talking about. So now we're, of course, all wearing masks. We're all back to mask wearing, even vaccinated. Um, I, I, I sure am when I go out, especially when indoors. I never stopped. A So this is in Texas, which probably shouldn't surprise anyone. There was um, two individuals, two parents with their child who was immunocompromised, and they went to a restaurant to uh, enjoy a meal, and they wore their masks to protect their immunocompromised child. And they were asked to leave because the restaurant had a no mask policy and i understand why you have a mask policy i don't understand how it would benefit a restaurant to have a no mask to make a political point and just get people on the right how good are the grits there i mean jesus how good of a restaurant it's not and that parent didn't make a wise decision anyway because you wearing a mask inside a restaurant with your child isn't like no, it doesn't even protect you so much. The mask isn't even about protecting us. Right, it never it's has about it protecting other people. Other people. Yeah, so he, sure, they're wearing it to protect their son, but everybody at the tables around them aren't wearing their mask. So, uh, according to them, there was no sign. Instead, the hostess just tells everyone who wears one that they must take them off at the door. So, and that's what was I, the name of this place? <laughs> uh, so this is called uh, Hang Time, a bar and restaurant in Rowlett, Texas. Here's what gets me about that story, too. Hang time too. in Texas? You would never think. Another <laughs> oh, thing about shit, that story Sam. that I thought was, like, really odd 
is she said that she thought the hostess, because the hostess was asking people to take off their mask. She's like, oh, we took it down because we thought they were, it was just to verify the IDs. But what pl- establishment checks IDs at the door when babies are allowed inside? They have to see your vaccine passports. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let me see your driver's like, passport. But, like, <laughs> I guess but she said the hostess asked them and she thought it was the IDs. Not the server who was at the table with her. Like if they I were mean, getting an they alcoholic beverage. They would have had beverage. to take them off anyways when they ate. Right. Like this like entire this, thing. Every, everyone involved is an idiot. This whole story seems <laughs> every like really single person involved. Up. There's in a this lot of things. Like idiot. I read it. I'm like, this shit. There's so much in here that just doesn't make sense to me. The dumbest part is this quote from the owner, um, and they just call him Tom, the owner. But Tom at Hang Time in Texas. <laughs> You don't say. It says it's a policy you don't hear often in the pandemic, but the owner says he considers it part of the dress code. And I'm going to quote him here. I have spent my money on the business, my blood, sweat, and tears in this business. Fuck off. And, and I don't want masks in here. Hey, I'm Tom, and here at Hangton, we like to hang loose, and that means loose attire. You know what I mean, dog? <laughs> like, I think, I, you know, I, I support people going into these businesses and getting the publicity of we got kicked out. What I don't think was very wise about this is using your immunocompromised child to prove that point, to get that publicity. Was that part of the, Did they go there intentionally knowing that they had How a mask? I, like that, I, that's the only thing I can anyway. think of. Because yeah, yeah. none of this, sh- it does, just doesn't make sense. Like, like if I the know kid people, is that immunocompromised, then they should probably be wearing a mask like, you know, period, right, every like, day, ever, even what, though there's not a And why, why the fuck would you take the kid out to a restaurant where you're going to have like people said, walking around without a mask? Every single person involved in this story is an idiot. <laughs> like, you know what? You may be on something. Because I saw something on Reddit. It was on Public Freakout. And um, I didn't get it at first. I didn't get it at first watch. It was just some lady losing her shit over a mask policy. At a restaurant, like they had to wear one going in two until they were privately suited. And so he was reporting, he was recording before the hostess even walked up because they knew that she was going to ask them to wear a mask so she, so he can record her flipping her shit off in this. So I think you're probably right that they, but with no, no sign, unless they went there before, obviously don't travel with the immunocompromised in the middle of a pandemic. I'm almost positive I had seen something about hang time and mask in the past. That that restaurant name was familiar to me. Like they've they something's come out about them before. With yeah, do they have an Instagram? Like yeah, oh, probably. Like they they publicized it. But at least at least in this article, there wasn't video of said encounter. And you would think if you were intentionally trying to uh, bring light about a business, kicking people out for wearing masks in their establishment, that they would go in there with video evidence of such. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying this particular article, and this is um, this is a CBS local out of Dallas Fort Worth. So, but then again, the, the, such a video could be out there illustrating your point. I just don't have access to it. You know, here in Knoxville, we know the places that, like the businesses that are completely mocking. Hell, I know of places in Nashville that are are you know doing the we won't allow mask or stuff like that. Well, there's or, no mandate. Who aren't here doing either. it? Yeah, but we we all know which businesses are behaving poorly through this and i'm sure the locals around there are well aware of which restaurants you're are. probably right but I, I would think that again to my point earlier that 
I mean, because everything today is now on video, so it can be shared, so it can be go, so it can go viral. And without that, I I don't know. But again, you're purposely taking an immunocompromised child out, where you're gonna have to take your mask off anyways to eat. So yeah, yeah. Everyone at a home that you live in with your child. So I'm how not sure. how immunocompromised is this child? Like, are they just mildly immunocompromised? It sounds like they're doing it. Like, if they're that immunocompromised, if they're, like, extremely immunocompromised, then they're going to have to be doing a lot more than just trying to avoid COVID. They'd be trying to avoid everything else. Like, everything about the story is sus, as the kids say. I like how the waitress, it says, our waitress came over, sat down next to me, and said, our manager sent me over because I'm nicer than he is. And, yes, this is very political, but you need to take your mask off. That's right. I forget reading that. (laughs) <laughs> nicer than he is. Like he's going there, take off the fucking mask! Yeah. Well, guys, unfortunately, that's not the only... Uh, so we, we're making our rounds, making fun of the, the stupid southern states, and we're going to move on to Florida now. This is one that actually came up um, yesterday, late uh, late yesterday, where in Florida, Florida students are no longer required to quarantine after being exposed to COVID. So, in any other state, I think I think Georgia actually does the same thing. To be honest with you, but I haven't confirmed that. But typically, students are and parents are notified if they were in contact with a someone that tested positive for COVID nineteen. Well, now it's optional to quarantine in Florida unless you're showing symptoms. So a someone that's 100% asymptomatic can be walking around spreading all the COVID to everyone, to teachers, bus drivers. I mean, how many teachers have died in Florida? How many bus drivers have died in Florida? Because we know it's not really affecting the kids as much. There are some kids. There's been but a we've lot lost of teachers a lot of teachers. Died in Tennessee. I think we've lost a lot of teachers here in Tennessee as well. Yeah. We've lost teachers, bus drivers. Teachers in Tennessee, they're here in Knoxville. Um, and one of the groups I'm in shared an email that their one of their um, one of their children was exposed in school, and they called the school to ask what to do with the other children, and they said just keep sending those kids. Okay. Keep sending the kid like if if the other kids in the family like this is one kid who was exposed has been home for a few days. After the exposure, and they find out that he was exposed, and it's just keep sending your other kids, even though this one kid could have been giving it to his brothers and sisters at that point. Oh, it's so dumb. (laughs) So Tennessee is basically saying the same type of thing, just like Tennessee, Knox County schools, I should say, are giving parents similar advice not to quarantine. I I almost... (laughs) I don't know why I want to read this, but I do because it's so fucking stupid. So Ron DeSantis, who defended uh, in the news conference, quarantining healthy students is incredibly damaging for their educational advancement. It's also disruptive for families. So we're going to be following a symptoms-based approach. How many other states have dealt with constant quarantines because of schools being home or distant or at-home learning? Sending children who have been exposed back to school to spread this is only going to further exasperate the problem that Florida already has in their school systems. They don't care. They don't care. I mean, our, our state is doing the same thing. Our city is doing it. They 100% do not fucking care. They think that 
It's the the uh, survival of the fittest. Yeah, I think I, you it's, hear that a lot. That's, you hear that, be- that's what it is. It's their thinking. Well, you know, those with health issues are going to die. The rest of us will get herd immunity and survive. Ninety nine point nine percent of us they, are going to oh. survive. So just let everybody get it. They really believe that is what needs to happen is just let everybody get it. Let those who die fucking die. Who cares? And we'll, we'll move on with our life. People, so. It is, but they're also, A, their math is wrong. It's not 99.9. Fuck off. Um, but not only that, it's not just those who fucking die. There's long COVID. There's several long-term they, they effects. Don't, they don't fucking If a bunch care. of Republicans, like, get long COVID... That's that's great. That's you know survival of the fittest. They survived, and now they got to compete with me, who doesn't have long COVID. And I had COVID. I don't have long. How COVID. does it affect Fuck. women and fertility again? Oh, terribly. The new the new the new Delta variant. Um, and I've read another report that uh, for whatever reason, a large number of pregnant women are refusing to get vaccinated, despite the large amounts of data we have for how safe it is for pregnant women to take this and the antibodies there was a report that showed how many how many of the antibodies were passed on yeah, i know i know someone that was pregnant and got the vaccine so it, it's so it's i've seen reports that like delta variant is killing a lot of pregnant women and the babies there's there's a lot there's a lot of still uh, stillbirths still there's a lot of stillbirths as a result there's also a lot of a lot that's not a super large amount right now it's 179 deaths um for pregnant women which when you're starting you know for for the entire nation, not a super large number, but the number of stillbirths I know is up there. It's 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 definitely increased the risk versus the original strain, and definitely a much greater risk than having a vaccine in the first place. So, so I I, I do wish you know more than I, I I do have an employee who's going through pregnancy who's facing the same hesitation, and I'm just sending her her mother who I'm in communication with constant articles trying to combat the misinformation that she has, because I think the best thing for her and her child is to get vaccinated because she gets COVID anytime during a pregnancy, who knows what could happen. And so, but you're right. A large, a large number of women are being affected by the Delta variant. So it's not just those dying. It's not just those with long COVID. It's affecting so much. Yeah. So it's funny because I'm looking at these two different articles here and, um, the first one from May 10th, 2021. New study suggests pregnant women hospitalized for COVID do not face increased risk of death. August 11th, 2021. Women giving birth uh, with COVID-19 face higher risk of death. So that's definitely the Delta variant that has changed. Oh, if absolutely. the regular COVID, there wasn't an increased death, and now all of a sudden there's there's an increase. And the worst part is they're they're con- they're going to continue to get unvaccinated. We talk about um, Herman Cain Award a lot. There was one recently. I don't know if you saw this, but her husband died, and this bitch doubled down on the anti-vaccine uh, stance and yep. said it was it wasn't even COVID that killed him. Yeah, they're blaming the hospitals and the the hospital's method of treating it, their protocols for treating it, for the deaths. Well, Regeneron isn't really that great for the body when it's when they have to keep administering high doses. It does it does some damage mm-hmm. to your liver. The thing they're doing to keep you alive is also in high doses can affect uh, the liver functionality. 
But if they don't give you that, you're going to be dead long before then. So, well, I mean, how many old people die of cirrhosis of the liver that weren't drinkers because of the medicine that they took to keep them alive? That's we we all know that. So you have high blood pressure. Your high blood pressure medicine is probably going to cause something else in your body to fail. That's that's you know like yeah, that's that's kind of how things work. You can take this medicine to fix this, but. If you're on it long term, it may cause it does, right, absolutely. But I, I did. I saw the same post you shared one, and I saw another one where they're absolutely blaming that it wasn't COVID that killed their spouse or whatever the case may be. It was the the treatment that was given to them because mm-hmm. they didn't give them ivermectin; they gave them mono, the the Regeneron. antibodies, the Regeneron. Mm-hmm. And that's just. And it's so weird they're even going to the hospital in the first place. And the thing is, is okay if they think that. It, the antibody treatment is killing them because that's what Regeneron is, right? Correct, yeah. Regeneron is okay. one of the manufacturers. So Regeneron is killing COVID patients, but at the same time, like the same people who believe this, our governor is reserving that treatment for them. <laughs> it's, it's also hilarious because it's also preventable and it's only happening to the stupidest people. Well, this the, whole thing is hilarious. Well, what's it. The, the dumbest part is also is that they're refusing the advice of doctors until they have to be hospitalized. It couldn't happen to worse people. They're in the hospitals <laughs> fighting. The hospitals giving them Regeneron. Their loved ones. They're telling their loved one, or doctors to take their loved ones off of Regeneron. <laughs> and so then our, oh, our, our, our governor is like, okay, only unvaccinated people, people will get this drug. Well, the bulk of unvaccinated people are the people believing this drug is killing their... It's it's, it's, just, are, it's just so ironic to me though the do your own research crowd suddenly becomes pro doctor for what? the most part. Where they go? Where's the first place they go when they get when they get deathly ill due to COVID? They go to the hospital. But mm-hmm. do your own. Re- you know, I don't understand if you're part of the do your own. Yeah, research do your crowd, own surgery. Yeah, I mean, do your own treatment. <laughs> fucking shove some horse paste down your. Well, throat and we the fuck saw on. that in the Herman Cain Awards I, too, where a woman, her father was in the hospital. She was swearing that Regeneron was killing her father, so she just straight up took him out of the fucking hospital and took him home. We never got an update on that, did we? So I did see an update at one time, and she posted a picture of him looking healthy, like sitting on his front porch. She's like, he's walking around again. But there's a lot of people in the comments that were talking about, well, there's you know, uh, there's reports of like... Feeling like death, you get this short spurt of feeling better again, and then you fucking die. <laughs> like, you, it, it hits you again. So somewhere in there, there's this little, like, this recovery period, and then it smacks them I harder. mean, this whole thing is just, compl- like, like last year, 20, 2020 COVID was horrible because it affected everyone the same, you know? I mean, smart people stayed home and stayed away from right. crowds. But it could still get anybody. I mean, it got me. And I avoided a lot of shit. But this is completely preventable to the people. At this point, it is. At this point, it is. I have fucking no sympathy. I just think it's hilarious. Like I said, like for a long time in civilization, the Darwin Awards were pretty much, you know, you could be an idiot and have no repercussions. And now you have all the repercussions. It, it And it's pretty much falling right down party lines. Like... Democrats and and the elderly are getting the vaccine, and Republicans are the ones fighting tooth and nail against this. 
And it, it just gives hope for the future overall. It does give me hope for the future. Because there will be less it, Republicans. And yeah, they're already and they the will, smaller party. They vote, yeah, they're already the smaller party. And again, uh, every time there's more deaths in Florida, that's DeSantis's lead. You know, being Same for away. Tennessee. Yeah. Same for Tennessee. Well, DeSantis had a much slimmer margin than Tennessee. Florida's it's a landslide in Tennessee. Yeah, it's, 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 so it's, we're going to have to kill a lot more people around here. I mean, so I think, I think, uh, Mr. Mr. Kane, I would like, our, our Mayor Kane, I would like to thank you for murdering so many morons around me. It's really, it's, you know what? It's actually dropped property values too, because, you know, those houses are just empty when <laughs> just, all these people fucking die. It's just, you know. And another issue you talked about where they said they think that everyone should just get it and then, you know, those who die, die. But you can get it fucking again. This, you know, every time there's a mutation and there's, we've already seen new mutations that, that are coming out. This is going to be an ongoing thing. The only thing that's going to stop it it's is... It's also not going away. Like, right. Peop, like, like, people are like, oh, I'm waiting. Like, waiting for what? This is the rest of your fucking life. Like, if yeah. you're holding back from doing things, you're going to be holding yourself back for the rest of your life. <laughs> if you're holding back from, like, going to do things, if you're holding back from, like, like oh, I'm waiting for it to calm down, it's not going to... We could have. We, we could have. have. This, this country. This could. This country couldn't have. This country couldn't have. But we. I'm saying we couldn't have because of the, the mindset. Could, of the people. I think we could have worldwide. I think we, our country, fucking paved the way for the rest of the countries to not do a goddamn thing. I'm, I'm saying. I, I thought you were going with is that we could have. You know, killed COVID in its tracks and limit. And, and like some other countries, really limited it, but. Yeah, the United States no. just doesn't have the ability to. I mean, well, and the thing is, is if all the other countries are doing the right thing, but we are not, they can't get rid of it either. Because we're traveling we to their... We could have, as a continent, kind of, like, gotten rid of it. I'm saying... But I, when we, I, when I say we, we when I, were negligent, and we caused when it. When I say the U.S. couldn't, I'm not saying that we don't have the ability. I, I'm, I'm saying that... The mindset of the majority of fifty percent of the country, if not maybe even slightly higher, just doesn't have the capacity to, you know, follow the the vice of medical. I mean, the, the lockdowns piss I mean, people off. You know what's they couldn't really deal with fucked that. up? Two, it's, two or three weeks. It's really the fault of probably less than twenty people, Trump being one of them. It's the, the I mean, because the bulk of the misinformation is coming from twelve. Right, they're the, eight- the source. So you, you give an, an extra eight to politicians that have a platform to continue spreading this. And, yeah, that, that's, that's the bulk of the reason. It comes down to 20 fucking people, probably, that ruined it for everybody in the world. It wasn't it like New Zealand has like 90% or a super high percent of vaccinations? Like there's there's other countries that have figured this shit out. Right. But it's because of what you said and the, the how the right has latched on to the but my freedoms campaign, my body, my choice all of a sudden um, in terms of this guinea pig vaccine that came out too soon. Like there's, too, there's so much misinformation out there down to the same 12 sources you mentioned. Started with Trump. But... Florida just can't keep uh, quit fucking up. Almost on the same day as they announced that the quarantine was optional, Florida's new Surgeon General. Oh my God! Opposes mandates and calls COVID nineteen vaccine nothing special. So DeSantis has appointed uh, Doctor Joseph Ladap. You know what? I'm going to butcher it. Fucking, I don't care. Ladapo as a new uh, Surgeon General and the Secretary of the State's Health Department. 
which he does not have a good track record with pushing the vaccine as a safe and effective measure. He actually came out and said there's other measures you can do to protect yourself and get your health, but... Ivermectin. That's... I, I don't know if he said that. No, but he said that to a lot of people, whether he said those words or not. That's what he told the Republicans in that state. When he said there's other measures, they heard ivermectin. Vitamin C, iron, um, zinc, um, elderberry. There's a few others. Yeah, I'll quote him here. It's it's not a lot. He just says that um, vaccines are up to the person. There's nothing special about them compared to any other preventative measure. And that's just not fucking true. That is just not fucking true. There's nothing else you can take that that is... been proven to be safe and effective in preventing the hospitalizations that not only just preventing infection from, but also if you get it, the breakthrough cases pre- from preventing hospitalizations from. But I want to read this is from CBS News. It's not a whole lot here, but some stats um, more recently from Florida. Florida has among the highest number of coronavirus cases, hospitalizations, and deaths in the United States. Over the past 28 days, there have been nearly 425,000 confirmed cases in the state, according to John Hopkins University. More than 9,100 deaths. Florida's 19 hospitalizations reached a record high of over 16,000 in mid-August, according to the Florida Hospital Association, before declining to just under 8,500 this week, slightly below the peak number of hospitalizations in 2020. We kind of reported this before, but again, studies can show how big a difference the COVID vaccine can make. Those who are unvaccinated are 11 times more likely to die from COVID-19 compared to those who are vaccinated. And they're also four and a half times more likely to get COVID and over 10 times more likely to be hospitalized. So not only, again, like it hasn't been proven. And I don't know how you see these numbers. I guess they, are they thinking these doctors are lying, that these reports are lying, that it's not not only are you four and a half times less likely to, be, to get COVID, 10 times less likely to get hospitalized, or 11 times less likely to die. Like, you don't see that information and think that your next step would be, hey, maybe I should get this shot that everyone else is getting and not dying from. People are pretty insulated in their circles, and when everyone is in your circle laughing at vaccinated people. You, you know what? You I, there's got to be some, some, some truth to that, because when you see some of the posts on, on the Herman Cain Award, like the things that those people are posting, like, I couldn't imagine being friends with that kind of person. And I, so I think they've surrounded themselves with like-minded people that share and react the same kind of information. And that's how they get sick too, because they're all like-minded. So they're all doing the same bullshit. All right, Sam, you have a a fun story for Charlie Kirk? I mean, this, this, is, this is not new, but people are just saying that Charlie Kirk sent out a tweet on the January 6th insurrection that said, this event will be historic, will likely lead to one of the largest and most consequential in American history. The team at Trump Students and Turning Point USA are honored to help make this happen, sending 80-plus buses full of patriots to D.C. to fight for this president. He later deleted the tr- the tweet, but, of course, uh, you know, Internet. Wait, was that on the, on the original that January 6th or the, or the no, Justice was, for January no, that 6th? No, that was on January 6th. Oh, okay, because uh, this so past he, weekend. No, that nothing happened on that. No, this was actually on January 6th. But nobody 
Nothing has happened against this motherfucker. He had his big talk in Tennessee, too. Maybe he, one of his buses picked up Elizabeth from Knoxville. That's way there. <laughs> well, we also had Steve Bannon came out and admitted on uh, some interview that you know he had hoped that this would disrupt the, the election and cause turmoil, um, that he was a part of that. But as we know, nothing really happens to these, to these people. But this last weekend, I think it was the 18th of September – was the I think that was Saturday? Was the J- Justice for January sixth rally or Justice for J six as they yeah. called it? Well, it yeah, also I heard it came was a bus most places. The documentation that Trump's literal documentation for like a step by step plan to overthrow the government was released this week. Like no one's talking about that. It's also no one's talking about that because we all knew that that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. So we think, like, something should have been – like, this is not news to us. We knew that what he was trying to do. Is this, is this just, all from that book that came out or uh, – No. Like, Which, by the way, I, I'm kind of pissed about. This is the second time that someone has withheld information that could have been critical to starting any kind of impeachment or investigation. They've withheld that information to better themselves through some sort of book after Trump was out of office, this book that just came out. Imagine uh, standing beside Hitler the whole time being like, I am going to write the best book. and make- No, you, you joke about that, but that is exactly kind of what happened. And this isn't the first time where they have been privy to the details that it could have swayed public opinion, force investigations, um, maybe even swayed a few more senators during the impeachment hearings. But again, they withheld that information to better themselves in some sort of, some sort of book deal. Um, I brought that up uh, only briefly, but I want to talk again how... I want to respond to that. Though. Okay, good. I I don't think they could have swayed any of the mm-hmm. Congress. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I think they probably kept it to themselves because they knew that nothing would fucking come from it. At the time, like, you know, we, we can go back and maybe do something at some point. But he knew, like, for the impeachment trials, he, he wasn't going to. Those people, once again, they're stubborn. They don't give a shit. It, uh, look at how much has been presented to them, and they're still like, he did nothing wrong. We yeah, know he I, has. I guess, I guess to a point, they are severely Trump loyalists because it was also a a kind of like a dagger to them to be to come out against Trump was a political suicide if you're uh, in the GOP in a lot of areas in the United States. So I kind of get that. Now that he's lost, it's all just suicide. Like, they don't really have a le- one single leader to get behind anymore after Trump's fall. I think they're still behind Trump. Like, still, but Trump, Trump doesn't still have a voice. It. That's the thing. That's why, like, they, like Trump's been deplatformed. He's got these, like, fucking, like, limp dick rally he's doing. Like, he's not what he used to be. Yeah, like, and he, now without the constant voice of Twitter and people, uh, and like millions he, of followers. Like, they don't have a leader anymore. And if you're right that they are behind Trump, that shows even a bigger weakness. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the GOP is definitely going to struggle with presenting someone for 2024 if it's um, not going to be Trump. Uh, no, it's going to be Tucker. Oh Shut up, God, Sam. Stop. <laughs> That's it. But did you guys see the? Um, did you guys see what happened on Saturday? The, the justice for uh, January 6th. Did you see how many people showed up? I, I saw it was a bust in most cities. So. Actually, in D.C., there were more reporters there to gather the spectacle than there were actually supporters of the insurrectionists that were there. So Trump said something odd because, like, on part of it, he was saying that it was um, a honeypot. 
But then he also like kind of encouraged his people to fight. So like it, it covered his it covered them either way because if nobody showed up, well, it was just a honeypot. If people do show up, oh well, this is this is my encouragement, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, no one fucking showed up. It was it was an embarrassment of a rally that brought more capital police and reporters than by far any sheer number that showed up. It was uh, even Mark Hamill made fun of it. He said more people show up for some offhanded um, Star Wars fan-made event than what showed up for this Jennifer January 6th. And it was supposed to be a, a national huge thing. Like, it was, D.C. wasn't the only city. Um, it was supposed to go on to many, like, I had friends show up in um, Indiana and other <sighs> areas because um, of the fucking justice for J6 rallies and they were all fucking bust which is dumb because the like almost everyone i say only only a few cases almost every one of the people that have been arrested the 500 plus number they're being pled out on misdemeanors they're not actually serving jail time there's they're federal misdemeanors they are but they're not but they're not they're not serving jail time but i think i think in that crowd on january 6th were a lot of people that were there for Trump, but maybe aren't extremist type. And I think when January 6th went kind of crazy, I think some of those people were like, and we did, we saw some people being like, yeah, this is not what I signed up for. They were casual I extremists, think, the armchair yeah, yeah. Nazis. Like, they but, are... but when they saw it in real life, they kind of were like, no, fuck this. Now, there's some that are still fighting for it. Like, like I'm not going to even say most of the crowd was that way. But there were some people, and then there's other people wanting to recreate that day, and there's a lot of people on that same side being like, you're not going to rec- recreate that day. Like, we can't recreate that day. And then there's others being like, yeah, we don't want to recreate that day. People died that day. <laughs> so something that was really – I was thinking about the fact that the majority, the vast majority of everyone that has been arrested has been pled out on misdemeanors. One of my favorite podcasts, I plug them all the time, Opening Arguments, they they talked about someone who was a sovereign citizen, and they kind of did a deep dive on her case, and it's fucking hysterical, because everyone else was offered the same deal. She was offered the same deal as everyone else, which was to plea out on a, on a misdemeanor, serve no jail time, just be on probation. She successfully defended herself pro se into jail time in prison, because she's a fucking idiot. It was the funniest thing I'd ever listened to. Like, she filed all these sorts of bogus papers, and instead of just, I mean, her her defense attorney like worked their ass off to to even get some of the things she she submitted dismissed and things like that. Even after she tried to get her attorney fired, defended herself into actual jail time. Did you ever listen to the the podcast I sent to about the um, Queen of Canada though? Did we talk about that? You didn't see that? me the podcast for Queen of Canada. The last one you sent me was the um, the uh, how to uh, obtain the abortion pills in Texas. Oh, before that, I, I told you you should really listen to this one. You'll find it hilarious. I didn't get a chance to know it's off that the one. I don't know. If, did we talk about it on the show? We did not. Yet? We did not get a chance to. So apparently, there's a a um, like Canada has their own Trump loyalists and conspiracy theories, Wait, same type of shit. Um, Why would they care about U.S. politics? They do. Um, I, I guarantee you, drive through Canada, you'll find Trump flags and signs. Fuck's sake. They want um, their Trump. 
Yeah, but so, true. so like with all the QAnon conspiracy things, this woman up in um, Canada, I, I can't think of her name. It was on podcast. I don't have notes on it, but she she decided she's the queen of Canada. Oh. She's been doing these YouTube videos and telling um, everybody that they that since she's the queen, she doesn't have to abide by ma- nobody has to abide by mass mandates. She released like some papers that were supposed to be official government because she's the queen. She can release these that. Um, <laughs> like, or she's telling people, like, giving them permission to press charges on um, companies, the state, for um, mandating certain things. And so people are taking these papers into, like, state <laughs> buildings and then being like, you've been served. <laughs> and they're like, by who? And they're like, well, the new queen <laughs> told us. <laughs> and, like, all these. And people are recording themselves serving these government officials. Oh. One of them, I think, was, like, a, a governor's or, like, I don't know if they have governors so much, but, like, the equivalent like their office and the, these people working in these offices are like, um, okay. <laughs> like, Didn't I see some dumb shit where like people in America were trying to hand like serve or hand documents to businesses that had mass mandates or something like that or some sort of thing regarding HIPAA? Yeah, yeah. They I were think doing I saw that. something similar here. God, people are people that don't know the law is what are one of the funniest things I've encountered. A few sovereign citizens. Um, we haven't really talked a whole lot about them since episode one when we talked about how they're kind of closely aligned with uh, QAnon. But I do know and run into occasionally a few sovereign citizens who firmly believe that, you know, like the the, the gold trim on the flags in the courthouse means that this, they've been overtaken and, you know, it's, it's no longer an entity of the United States. And the United States is now a corporation and the capital letters in your birth certificate mean that, that that's how the, you know, the, comp, the corporation of America owns you. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing. I love people who don't understand law try try to Google their way right, into right. understanding. It's kind of the same thing with the medical fields with people who do their own research. So the secret queen of Canada is named Romano De, De Dulo. Um You can hear about her on QAnon Anonymous podcast. It's episode one fifty seven. It's hilarious. I was cracking up the whole time. <laughs> the U.S. needs their own queen to get me out of. I mean, uh, that's that's essentially tr- it's it's. A Trump, there, it's the same story as Trump's the true president now. She's she's adapted that to make her the true president. Well, yeah, because Biden's only president of the corporation, whereas Trump is the president of the constitutional America. Yeah, so she's she has pretty much the same story. Okay, that Canada is a corporation and she's the true queen, and she's. Yeah, every, like the government's going to soon find out that she's she's the queen and none of, none of their stuff. Like, <laughs> are they are they are they goalposts moving as much as QAnon? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty much QAnon for Canada. <laughs> QAnon for Canada is the new name for our episode. <laughs> All right. So before we wrap up, we do have a shitty a cab of the week. This is uh, Rockland, California. There wasn't an article for this one so much as I saw the same video you saw on Reddit. And it was on... Unfortunately, when I saw it, I saw the video, but there there was nothing in the news about it. I hadn't seen an article. But the video itself is worth talking about, the, the actions of the vehicle. So what happened? So... Th- 
Um, the video starts out, and you just see, like, an officer over a man who's laying on the ground. This man is laying there on his stomach with his hands behind his I back. I love that you're visualizing this, yeah, and no one I else know, can see this <laughs> but me, but just go ahead. Visualize his for me. Hand, the hands are behind his back as he's laying face down on the ground. And you hear the the person recording being like, does he have, or he has a gun. And then the cop backs up, and you see him holstering his gun that was pointed like down beforehand um the cop stands there for a minute and then he goes over to this guy whose hands are in a position where he can easily handcuff them but instead of grabbing his hands and um like handcuffing them he started like twisting and turning and it looked like he was Trying to break. He wasn't twisting and turning. He was leveraging his arm. The video I saw he and had, watched carefully. He was leveraging an arm in an attempt to physically fucking break it. He had it, it, at one point it looked like both knees on his back, and he was putting his full body weight into folding this guy's hand, arm, hand and arm over. And, and at one, at, at no point, by the way, in this video, did I see any kind of resisting efforts no. by the individual? And was this a health crisis response? So um, I did see an article later, and it was reported, like the girl in the video who's recording, or the person in the video, I'm sorry, recording does say that it's a mental health call. Um, the The police did respond to say that they're fully investigating um, the incident. And um, they said that speculation and about the incident um, being a mental health crisis was not accurate. Um, but it also said that the man was, like, harassing people. He went into a business, Dutch Brothers, on Sunset Boulevard. Um, so he was called out there. He was harassing people. He was uh, acting erratically, threatening employees, and causing customers to uh, be afraid. Which sounds to me like a mental health crisis. <laughs> like, like that's exactly... The man is not well. Yeah, like, this is a mental health situation. The police could have gone out there and de-escalated, gotten this guy He was already help. de-escalated. He was already on the fucking he ground. Was. He, what, he as, was. What de-escalation do you need? The man's on this fucking ground. He was facing away from the officer. His mm-hmm. arms were behind his back. How much de-escalation do you fucking need at the, that the, point? The cop completely escalated it. He didn't just he, escalate. He, he tried to physically just... Cause harm, bodily injury to a man that he could have easily just walked up. Now, and you, bam, you're you're apprehended. Sit over here and let's talk. No, he's visibly. Uh, he literally tried to break this man's arm, arm fucking off of his fucking. And the thing elbow. is, is this this guy was likely. I'm gonna guess that he's from the houseless population. We don't know that. That's why I'm, I'm speculating. Okay. Um, because a lot of times, not always, of course, but like. You, you've seen houseless people go into businesses and act erratically. Um, they're they're not getting the mental health care they need. Um, there's obviously other people, but say he is, the cop probably assumed nobody would care. Like if he went to the news about it, he'd be brushed off. But fortunately, this girl was recording and had the means to get it out there. Um, but I have no doubt that this guy just didn't think there'd be any consequences. Nobody was watching. This is a man who he could freely probably... just, just beat up and get away with. Yeah, just unleash his yeah. anger, get some. Just you know, I fucked it. Call of Duty last night. Let me take it out on this guy right here. Right. And, and it's, it's another example, another glaring example of why you should, anytime you see 
any kind of police interaction response and you have the ability to, to stay and record, fucking do so. Because, again, this this is the sole... This video is the only one that exists of this incident. Mm-hmm. Had this person not been there, this cop would have not been... I don't know if there's even going to be an investigation into there, police there brutality. Wouldn't, there wouldn't have been... I is bet there you right anything. There, there is an investigation okay. going now, but had this bystander not picked up their phone and started recording... This cop would have gotten away with it. I bet you anything. And we're not done yet. That was just the beginning of the, the of how uh, this person was apprehended. Now, once the handcuffs were placed on the individual, you said that they were... How, how were their hands placed? So, instead of their hands, you know, most of the time you're handcuffed, your hands are, like, down towards your ass. Right, and point, fingers pointing down. Right. Okay. His hands were folded up up higher. So they twisted him in, inwards. He, yeah, he twisted him inward and handcuffed him up to the higher part of his was back. It? Keep in mind, he was laying with his hands down towards his ass with his hands together, ready to be cuffed, and this cop twisted him up in the most uncomfortable position to handcuff After his trying guy. to physically break his... Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm going to probably... I, I definitely will find a way to link the video of those who want to see because it's not, it's not entirely graphic per se, but you can see the sheer... Like, he literally tried to break this fucker's arm. I've never seen that kind of action before. It was not, it was not an attempt to, to apprehend, to put, bring... Because the hands were already together when he approached. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know what a goal this guy was other than to maybe I can get away with breaking this fucking guy's arm and say that he resisted arrest. I bet you while the guy was laying there, which is something that, you know, if, if I had a cop having me on the ground hey, for fuck any you, reason, big, my, like, I'd, I'd be laying there complying, but my mouth would be <laughs> going off too. I'd be cussing that motherfucker out. I'll lay there and do exactly what you fucking tell me, but my mouth is going to be going and I bet his was too. And he said something to piss off that cop, and he decided to take it out on him. Because we know that the um, they don't respond well to being provoked. No, they don't. <laughs> Not a little bit. And when they think they can get away with it, they they damn sure try. And he and he did it again without this one person recording. And this just makes me. It's this reality is that how many how many. How many of these events go unrecorded, you know? One of my favorite shirts. We've talked about it on the show. I've worn it while we're talking about this stuff. Cops lie, record everything. Because this cop would have definitely said he was resisting arrest. I had no choice but to put him into some arm lock, which resulted in his arm breaking, blah, 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 blah. Because the, where his vehicle was, he knew that the, the the dash cam would not have picked this up. And did they have body cams? You know what? I don't know. I mean, it's Rockland, California. You would think California would have robust body cam laws, but I don't know anything about Rockland or their area. Yeah, Rockland. So it's it doesn't seem like it's a very large area, so I, I can't guarantee that they do because I know that, you know, Knoxville's not that large, and Knoxville's not even fully fully body cammed up. I know they're they're moving more and more into them, but not that they're reliable. We talked about the um, episode 11 for Ant. We had three just out of four gotten the and body three cams. out of four of their cameras mm-hmm. failed. Yeah, quote unquote failed. Quote failed. <laughs> like damn man, why couldn't your camera fail like the rest the, of ours? The Rockland Police Department worry, does say that the reason they're opening a f- they're doing a full review on the incident is due to the amount of tension it has received on the internet. That's why I said every time. That's that's why there needs to be video because just if somebody making a statement is not going to have the same profound impact of actually seeing the brutality. That is unprovoked in situations just like this. The the filmer of the video says that the man was yelling around in a parking lot. No weapons. They also said they're not the person who filmed it. 
But it's on both TikTok and um, Public Freakout on Reddit. Yeah, I'll try to I'll try to include the link. Like, it's it's not entirely graphic for those who are who are kind of queasy or anything. That it's nothing. You're not going to see someone die on screen, but you will just see what we see almost every day in America, which is you know police brutality and police they can they can get away with it, which is why we have an easily and readily available a cab of the week. Every single week we have one. It's, it's so easy to find one. You think cops are just going to stop being bastards one week? No. I mean, because even, even if we don't, like, I'd always thought that you know, if I had a hard time finding one that made national news, it would be so easy to hop on Reddit to either Public Freakout or Bad Cop No Donut and easily grab a story. Well, while we were recording, I looked at the phone. This article it says it was posted four minutes ago. And it's um, video footage shows law enforcement officers in Woodson Terrace, Missouri, setting a police dog on a black man while he was being arrested and watching the dog bite him as he cried out in pain. Did you and they, s- <laughs> and there's not a lot of details. Probably not. It's just a four-minute-old article. Right. But this reminds me of one of the most heartbreaking videos I've seen, which is a man who was already in cuffs. A black man again. Yeah. They released a dog on him, and the dog did not fucking let go, and they could not get the dog off of him. And this is how this, because I watched the video, and he was, like, the guy shaking, and I didn't have the volume up, obviously, but, like, the cops didn't even try to get the dog off of him. They got him on the ground. They, You know, he was against the car before the, when the dog just went up to him. Like, the cops didn't even try to re- restrain the dog and keep him away from him at all. There was no reason for that dog to be over there. Um, Again, just another glaring example of how easy it is to find police misconduct when they think they can get away with it. Was this body cam footage or was this someone else that was This recording? was someone else recording. Because they won't, they won't voluntarily release their own body cam footage no. unless they have reason to. Until, unless there's public saying we want to see the body cam. That's right. the only time police typically re- uh, release it. Um, now this article like stress like points out that it was a black man. The the first um, a cab we talked about that that was a white man who right. the cop did that to. Um, and I like on the t- I found it on TikTok. You found it on Reddit. Right? I did yes. Um, on TikTok, I was in the comments, and someone's like, "See, that's a white man. Brutality happens to white people too." It's like. Well, our yeah, argument is saying our argument has never been that eight cabs are <laughs> all cops are bastards against black people. They're um, bastards to everyone. They we, we called out brutality to for and over there like you know Black Lives Matter like the changes in policing they're asking for are directly like hey about, white asshole it benefits you too. It's it's all about police brutality and if you stop police brutality, it's not going to happen to black people or white people. Like, you know, it just won't happen. Isn't that weird, though, that the first, the first thing to do is, see, it's not just black people that get it. It's like, that's not the fucking point. Right, like, and, and everybody with who, who supports BLM is looking at this equally outraged over this white man being abused. We don't think anybody should be abused by the police. No. Period. It's, it's, black people are disproportionately. Right, I was going to mention that. Right, they are disproportionately. It's disproportionately, disproportionately but. We aren't out there just like the, uh, what was, um, there's been a couple, there's a 17 year old who was shot by the police earlier that year that Black Lives Matter was organizing rallies for him. Um, white people like to bring up Daniel Schaefer. Daniel Schaefer incident. Is that the hotel guy? That was the hotel guy. That, that was one's still fucked, fucked up. up. That one's still fucked up. Everybody should be pissed off about that. That one didn't get as much traffic, uh, as much traction as I thought it would given, like, 
because the sheer white people of the really don't care if white people get killed. Isn't that weird? Like, like they, I was, they, they I was so, I was, I was actually outraged and disgusted. I didn't finish watching the video. Like I couldn't, um, just because of how outraged I was. At, you know how quickly they gave conflicting commands and just lit that lit him up straight up, lit him up while the, he was on the ground. The only reason they care about Ashley Babbitt is she was there for Trump. Oh yeah. If, if it was a different situation that a cop killed her. The white people, I, I bet you, would be defending the police still. But because of the fact that she was there for Trump, that's the only reason that they're up in arms. Who who was the cop? Because it, it, typically, like, when it comes to the situations of Daniel Schaefer and um, the 17-year-old boy, it was still mostly the people out supporting BM, BLM that are like, this is an issue. You know, we, we don't care... If it's white or black, we recognize it's happening disproportionately to black people, but we want the police to, uh, brutality to end for everybody. Right. It should not be happening regardless of race, religion, or anything else. There should be no police brutality. 100%. And then uh, just to wrap up how, how the right, who are against BLM... Um, kind of view themselves, the majority, a lot of the signs that I saw at the Justice for January 6th and all the comments that happened as a result of that for people who get arrested for that, their number one response is, well, what happens to all the people at the BLM protests? That's, they, they always go. They always go to that. Right. And, I mean, a lot of them got arrested. They there's did. been a shitload. Like half of my fucking friends were arrested during like the George Floyd shit. Uh-huh. But they, but they always, want, but, they, but they always want to victimize themselves and see that their side is victimized right. and the other side gets away scot free because of the you know that. So that's why they they pin themselves like. When they see a white person get, you know, get beat, that's why they try to pin it back. Well, you guys, where's BLM now? Like, we're, they're fucking out there, right? They, they backed I, me up when I got arrested for yeah. them. I, I've and seen, I, never met I still them. have friends facing charges from last year that yeah. are dealing with it. But it's just the, the victim complex where they, they try to make, you know, every, you know, where they're the persecuted group right. as whites in America. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, guys, well, that's going to wrap us up for episode 33 of Apostates on the Fringe. Thank you guys again for joining us this week. As always, you can check us out on social media. Please continue to share out the show everywhere you can and give us a five-star review. If you would like links to the articles or to contact the show, visit apostatepod.com, and we will see you all next week. Fuck the CCP. Thank you all very much. and opinions of the hosts of Apostates on the Fringe do not represent the views and opinions of the Atheist Society of Knoxville. For links to all our musical contributors, go to apostatepod.com and check the About Us page. A big thank you to Michael Scott Arden who allows the show to use his full catalog.